Episode 12. Episode 12. We're just kind of burning it up now. We're doing this twice a week thing. It's kind of moving us moving us right along, which, uh, you know, I, I hope everybody likes it. Um, and once again, now that we're on YouTube, we're going to say uh, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the little bell thingy do, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, comment, you know, all that, all that good kind of stuff. Once again, it's Sean Larry here, and Ricky is back joining us again. Thank and, you, sir. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that, uh, you know, we, we hit our, our first milestone on uh, the last podcast we did because we actually had some people, random people, actually uh, uh, comment um, on, on our video. I mean, nothing big, but uh, I just want to say that uh, because of our last conversation, I was doing the thing like the, the wife turns up missing and what do you immediately think? And Rick was like, oh, you know, what what, what happened to her? What's going on? And I just want to say that the commentary on on the uh, the comment on uh, YouTube was the husband killed her. <laughs> the husband yeah, killed her fucking for sure. It was unanimous. <laughs> Both of you agreed. Hey, you know what? Listen, <laughs> me, I'm just a crazy person. When there, when there's when there's two or more, now it's a consensus. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's a majority. Yeah, there you go. It's two. No, by by all means, you, the reason you have me on here is because I think crazy. That's for sure. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. But either way, um, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pleased and I'm, I'm watching the views go up and I think that's really great. And I hope that uh, somewhere along the lines that people are getting some use out of this. And uh, but please, like, please comment on the videos and, and, and let us know what you're thinking and how you're feeling about all of it. Um, so we, we were also talking off uh, off camera today about uh, um having other people on the podcast and how important that is. So we have some topics we want to bring up, but we also want to hear just right. Once again, we don't want to be in our own little silo. We want other people to be involved and uh, um, yeah, just put their input in so we can try to come to some kind of better conclusion. I, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm always saying like the same thing <laughs> when we come into these, I feel like I'm like, Hey, That's, here's what we're trying to do and blah, blah, blah. Is it, yeah, it's called it? It's called the intro. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about, Thanks for that. Thanks. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, you're nailing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well. You know, I also want to say, guess what? I, on this last one, like, I just want to say that I am upping my game with the video thing. Like, it is, I am, like, you look at like the just. I know I'm only I've only done like five or six of them now, but uh, the first one was very very plain. I had some audio problems with another one. You know what I mean? But now I have like things fading in and fading out and I have things zipping up from the bottom. Like, listen, I just want to say like, listen, like I've been doing pimp. video edits and stuff. I when I, when I show up to hang out with you, I'll show you how to teleport people into the shots. Like we'll be sitting at the table uh-huh. and we'll just teleport people in. Oh, perfect. All right. Good. I'll, do, I'll show you how to do silly special effects and all good. kinds of people <laughs> good. show up. Good, like good. Nightcrawler. Like yeah. you can do silly stuff. Like, so, you know, trust me. 
you're going to start doing a little bit and you're going to dabble and you're going to see a tutorial video and you're going to be like, I got to try that. And then now you're going to be like, all right, before we start, I need you to do this and this so I can cut that. And then I'm going to have like an explosion behind you. And then I'm going to do this thing and sparkles will be all over. Oh, like I want fucking sparkles and unicorn dust. Dude, you'll see. Like, <laughs> rainbow I just, I shooting video, out of, I have to, I'll rainbow have shooting out of, after this. I want rainbow shooting out of unicorns butts in video. I'll show you how to do it, dude. Perfect. It's funny. See, because, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm really good at focusing photo editing you know that's kind of my 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 gig but video this is this is all new for me so i i hope all of all of you that are listening bear with me uh, why I'm, I'm i'm getting my uh my feet wet and hopefully by episode i don't know a hundred or something i'll actually be worth you'll a see. shit you know you'll see I, I can send you back in my first videos if you go to just my holiday and you check out the original videos like i'm in the gym that's like echoing terribly with no mic and just the worst camera possible and there's this dumb angle and you're like all right i can get the message i see what you're doing and now like i got like boom mics and stuff like that and it's a completely different game i do actual effects and things are cool now like there's sound effects and things it gets very different it's the more you practice and the more you like build up your stuff it, it becomes fun and then i think that goes for just about anything i think the more that you engulf yourself into trying to learn it and then actually practicing it, it starts changing everything. And that's kind of the foundation for the whole everything is a choice thing is if you have a vision or a dream or something you want to achieve, you just engulf yourself in practicing it. You did it with photography. You're doing it now with this. Right, and right. I believe that right. anybody can choose to chase a dream. Right. And I just want to say like, in the, on that note, like I completely <clears throat> wholeheartedly agree. Like, I completely learned how to be a photographer solely based off of YouTube. YouTube taught me all of it. Like I, I, I start to finish, I learned completely off of YouTube. So I, I totally agree that you can just pretty much, if you really want to, like you My can make it happen. My entire business is from YouTube tutorials. I've taken no classes. That's fantastic. And that's, I've that's, made that's fantastic. over 150 videos. I've done more than 200 live videos that are more than 30 to an hour. Like Wow. Like we've done hundreds of them and it's just practice and practice and practice. I just, and so, I, I just want to say I'm, I'm a fan. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm your, I'm your fan now officially. You watch shout out Sundays. Or yeah, you watch yeah, 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 yeah. Fan program. There you go. There you go. Boom. And, and when, when I actually stuff. figure out how to do like, like links and stuff like that. So that's my goal is to be able to like, at some point I'd like to actually put videos up and things uh, going on. Like when we're talking about something, be able to bring up a little clip and have little stops in it and things like that. I'll, that I'll tell you what great. program we can use after this. There's okay. one that can do it. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll look into that, but so that that's just so until they sponsor us, I'm not telling them nothing. <laughs> just so y'all know, that's like, that's what we have planned trying to get into, uh, make it more enjoyable to watch on YouTube. Obviously we're in separate States, so it's, um, I wish that we could we could probably do more if we were in the same room, but uh, you know we just have to, we we have to work with the magic we got and uh, make that magic all by itself. But okay, so either way, let's get into the topics for today. So um, the actual topic for today is is pretty much like w what I was thinking. Um, I feel that our biggest problem right now is that we are we are so concerned with 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 just arguing about who's right. And what happened? And I feel that, like this comes down to this is almost it's like a, a, a political narrative as well as, a, but it, it I, I feel that it turns into a racial issue because of the political narrative, right? So we're, we're everything is kind of geared up, so we're so busy arguing and fighting with each other 
over over what happened forever ago or even or what happened last week and we're we're we're, we're caught up in minutia and stuck in the weeds about individual issues that we're not taking any time to actually go through and figure out like what the real issues are or to even deal with them. We're, we're just so busy blaming each other for what happened or what, what could happen or might happen. And we're not dealing with what is happening. <laughs> you know, like we're not, we're not actually dealing with the problems at hand. And if, if it's one thing I, I, I absolutely want to say to everybody is like, really take the time, take a few minutes to actually just listen. I keep, I keep saying this over and over and over, listen to the other side. So that way you can try to find a common ground, common issue, a common narrative. You know, we talked about this before where I was like, like if you can find that one piece, that one piece that is that you can agree on, you can start working towards something better. Um, and start working out the actual issues. Stop listening to all of the narrative that's going on in 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 the media. Stop listening to what our our, our president, whether you agree with with him or not. Stop listening to our president or or who could be our president or any of that. And just start listening to the people around you. Start listening to the narrative that's actually being spoken around you, like the real narrative, what people are actually saying, not what people are telling you that you should be listening to. Um, and I think that when you actually start dealing with individuals, like you'll, you'll start finding stepping stones to move things in, in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a powerful thing with what you're saying too. And we brought it up a lot with, um, even last week we said, uh, you know, the thing I was even mentioning is take the judgment out because right. when you're listening to somebody and you start judging them, you won't hear what it is. But the next thing you will look for is after you observe or you're listening to what's going on, um, there's an unmet need that everybody has. And the reason people are upset or angry is there's a need that they, they have that isn't being met. And part of the interesting thing with listening to somebody talk is what is, what is it that is your unmet need? And this goes for everything in your relationships. This goes for your life. This goes for work. This goes for um, the people who are talking now. There's something that they believe they need that isn't being met. But instead of just going like, no, I don't like the way you said it. What is the thing? Like, what are you, what are you upset about? Or what is the thing? Because there's observation, feeling, need. And then what, are they, what do they want? What's the request? Right. And right. so you observe what's going on with them. I can see that you're feeling really upset or you feel strongly about this. You seem very agitated. What is it that you need? What's the thing that you feel like you need to be able to be okay? And then make the request to say, how do I do that? How can I help you do that? Well, we'll see. And, and here's like, so here's, we were talking about this earlier as well. Like, <clears throat> and, and this is something that, that I find to be one of my frustrations, right? Especially when talking, dealing with you in particular, Rick, is that, that you're one of the, he, Rick is one of those guys that absolutely like he can completely separate himself from like the emotional aspects of things and just like, just push all that aside and say, what is going on right now? What, what is this? And let's talk about it rationally and let's figure it all out. So the biggest problem that I run into and that I think that, that I run into when I'm trying to find solutions for just about anything at this point is pretty much that, like, how do you, when two people are talking, we can find a rational way to deal with something. 
even if emotions get high for a moment, we can bring it back in and figure it all out. But how do we, how do we find a solution when you're dealing with a whole lot of unrational people, people that are like, so like, that'd be great if we all could just sit down and just like, Hey, what is it that's really bothering you? What is it that's really going on? Um, that would be the, then, then everything we, we could, we could fix everything tomorrow. Right. You know, but the problem is that, that uh, when you're dealing with a populace that has had, that, that, that has had enough, that is angry, you know what I mean? Like all the way around. I think that you, you, it's hard to find solutions when you're dealing with irrational situations. Like you, you, you try to hard to bring rationality into that conversation. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. And it is tough to be rational with people who are irrational. And right. if you have somebody who has no intention to ever find a resolution, well, you'll be dead in the water anyway. So but, okay. there's no way to work with that. But but I think but I think that everybody everybody wants to find a solution. I think the people I think they want something, but I, but I think that uh, I think that one of the biggest problems that we're seeing right now is that people want they they, they want change but they don't really know what that looks like what that what what exactly the thing they're asking for right if there's if they don't understand their own request right. all you have is i observe that you are doing things right and i observe you're very upset about it right you have no idea what you need and you're not making any requests which means there is no way to find any kind of common ground or resolution with somebody who's just angrily breaking things. That's equivalently a, a temper tantrum. If somebody is, whoa, if you have a kid See, who loses, we we de- cool, we we, de- we definitely don't we definitely don't want to use terms like uh, like temper tantrums when well, it comes look, down to large. Okay, fair first. enough. Fair enough. Hear me out first. If you just look at it, if if you had a child who was angry, you could see they wanted they wanted something that they didn't define and they're pissed and they start breaking things and throwing things and doing bad stuff. Like they're doing things that like, this is irrational. And you're like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you, what do you want? What do you want? And they just get angrier and angrier and never tell you what they want. How do you make this person happy? How do you work with someone like this? And that would be by definition, if you saw a kid screaming in the store for no purpose, they would be having a tantrum. That's not a judgment of you're a piece of shit or you're dumb. That's just, that's what the action would look like. In which case, as adults, if there is a purpose that's important to you, something that's worth fighting for, something worth making noise for, something worth defending whatever it is you're defending for, it needs to be laser clear. This is what we're doing. This is my purpose. Okay, but now have purpose. Now I have a need that I see you need met. If you have a need that needs to be met, what's the request to make it so we can meet that need? Okay, but now, but it wouldn't it wouldn't it arguably be like that the that the reason why they're upset is is clear why they're upset. Right. Okay. So, so what so, do you want done? Right. So, so, but so that's, that's where I run into that. That's where we run into a problem with the temper tantrum argument, right? Because by that analogy, we have children that are, that are, that are, that are having a, a fit and you don't know, you don't know why they're having a fit. That would be so you, so we, we, wait, hang on. No, hang on. It's not so, why they're having a fit. So, so it's no, so, right, right. So you, you, we know why they're having a temper tantrum. We know what their reason is. 
and and they're but here's but here's kind of a like right so they are asking for things right they are asking for things but they're 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 unthought out things right they're things that haven't been they're 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 things that haven't been polished right and and it's kind of hard it'd be like in it to use your analogy if we wanted to go back to the, the the kid thing right so we actually so we have a kid we know why they're angry we know what they're angry about and we agree that there's a reason well like we're not saying not justifying actions but we agree that there's a they have a justified reason for being angry doesn't necessarily mean that that, that the level they're taking it to you know or where they're taking it to not 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 giving any any clear justification to that right so that let's be very clear with that one not saying burning down a building is okay not saying uh, uh, uh hurting somebody or flipping somebody's table over when they're trying to eat is okay right no nobody's saying that but we're saying we understand why they're angry we understand that they're justifiably angry for for whatever you know for whatever measure right now what they're asking for things but that'd be like a kid asking for like, well, I'm angry because of this. Now I want, a, 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 I want this here, but it's, it's very, it's, it's very undefined. It's very, it's just kind of this weird abstract idea. That's like more like a, a, a shotgun approach rather than, rather than a, a silver bullet approach. Right. And when you, when you shotgun things, it just makes there, there's a lot of unintended consequences, right? There's a lot of just casual casualties, a lot of just innate damage going on at, at that same time. So with that being said, what we're looking for, we're looking for the, the silver bullets. That's what we want. We want to try to find it. And, and how do you, how do you bring a sil- silver bullet to a shotgun fight? Right? So how do you, how do you find the silver bullet? out of all of that. And that's what we're trying to figure out. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to, to rationalize because it becomes harder and harder. Like me being more leaning towards the left and more pro, like I, I am, I am pro black lives matter. You know what I mean? I, I, because, and I understand what they're trying to say. I understand what the, the, and I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not a part of the group, you know what I mean? I'm not a, a, a supporter, right? I'm not in, I'm not a member, I, I guess, or whatever. I believe in the cause. I believe in the cause the same way I believe in breast cancer, right? Or like awareness, right? Like bring awareness to a particular subject for this. It doesn't mean that I am opposed to any of these other things. It just means I understand bringing awareness to this same same kind of analogy that the silver bullet i believe in this particular cause right but with that being said how how do you how do you how do you bring that how do you take that 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 shotgun and and it, it, like i was saying it makes it harder for me to like talk with somebody who is very much so against that when when there is no real when there is no silver bullet to discuss right if there's no silver bullet to discuss, like when, when people, when somebody like you, Rick asks me, well, well, what do you want? Well, and you're like, well, they're, they're just doing all this stuff and they're saying they want to, for example, they want to defund the police or they want, um, you know, they want everybody to, the, the, to, to have, you know, get reparations of, of 
$100,000 or whatever. Just, just things that just don't make a lot of sense on a whole, right? And then how can I, as somebody who agrees with the cause and somebody who would be a supporter and is a supporter of the cause, how do I have a conversation with somebody who is, who is not necessarily opposed to it, but somebody who is willing to listen, but doesn't know what exactly, you know what I mean? Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't know what it is that's being asked. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out a way to actually say it to somebody who, who, who could be an ally. And I've talked on this before too, that, that, you know, like I, I think that a lot of the actions being taken are alienating people that could be allies, people that would be willing to be allies, but not to that, not to that, not, not to their own demise, not to the demise of, of, of everything else. Like it's, it's how do we include, not how do we like put one group above another, you know what I mean? I think that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm just trying to figure out what that silver bullet is. I don't have the answer for the silver bullet. The only thing I can do is just keep going back to my talking points of things that I feel would help the situation, right? Yeah. That was a lot. That was a lot. Good. That was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. job. And and yeah, you 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 went to a couple of things. So I'm gonna go through I'm gonna go through the points that you have. And um you mentioned people right now are being so emotional, right? You said people are being emotional and they're shotgunning their responses. It's just a blah mess that's blowing all over the place and it's confusing and people don't know what to grab onto and it is even turning people off who would be interested in helping. Correct. Like, I don't I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. I don't know what they want. Right. So I'm staying out of it. Right. When that person would be happy to help. Right. Um, so what do you do to define the, the silver bullet? First off, even as, as a free-thinking person, you do have to as an individual, if you're at an event where you see people start shotgunning nonsense, it is our own personal human responsibility to say, hey, 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 quit like blame throwing or quit shotgunning all kinds of mess all over the place, we have to get our group together. Like, and that's where leadership comes in. And this is where natural leaders or leaders would need to step up and go, hold on, you're creating more mess than fixing it. I'm on your side, but we gotta be, we have to get better. We have to get stronger. We have to be more focused. And the shotgun approach, we're all, even on this side agreeing, that's not working. Like it's not, it's not giving solutions and nor is it presenting solutions because we're creating enemies of people who would be friends. Right. And that's going to create bigger problems. We do have to, as our leadership in the group, have to be able to define our own silver bullets. And there's multiple, you know, we can go into any category and start narrowing down the thing because that's the way it needs to be done because there's too many categories. Right. So you can't go like the police suck, but education's bad and, and this thing's bad. And then right, right, there's right. not enough people on the Senate. And there's this thing it's like if you start going into too much noise, there's no way to fix any of it. Right. But you do have to start at the core. And that's for sure. So how do you have a conversation with somebody who's like that? I think on a relatable level, say, listen, I'm on your side, but we do have to do it in a more a more focused way because we're not getting anywhere that way. And there does have to be a realization or an awareness of this isn't working this way. Right. We're, we're making, we're doing harm and doing harm will never get us to be taken seriously or to be respected. This is going to go against our, our own plan. 
and that's not going to work. So by doing that, there has to be, like you said, and I think that you're very right. And I talk about this a lot too. There needs to be an awareness level that's happening to go. This way isn't working. We're not getting the results we want. Right. This should have easily been like, Hey, we do it this way. And then people go irrefutably. That's the best way to do it. And you're right. You, what you said was eloquently done correctly. We're creating enemies of allies by people going too far. Right. And pushing, they're pushing a different narrative than the silver bullet. They're pushing a shotgun narrative of like, everybody's messed up and F this and getting crazy. Right. Which makes people who go like, I would fully support you. I have, I have good friends who are, are black people and I would fully support you, but you're doing things that I don't support. Right, right. And that has nothing to do with them. Right, right. And I, I, I you know, I, I look at the, the the whole thing, and I just kind of just like it's 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 hard for me because it's it's you know I have an emotional response to the whole thing, right? So I have my own my own stones that I carry, right? And then if I have that, so it's hard for me to to relate that off to somebody else. And I think a lot of people like. In, when when you're dealing, I mean, you and I have had interactions where my emotions have have ran really high. You know what I mean? And it's hard to to you're so frustrated and so angry over so over this subject, right? That you just that you just you want to shake somebody and just like see what I see. You know what I mean? And you just and that that becomes hard. So it becomes how do you articulate that down to become something that is focused and not negative right so and, it, and it's it, it's such a it's such a, a delicate uh, uh subtle problem and i think that people i think that a lot of people don't really they don't really realize that a lot of that what they what they perceive and i and i think you kind of said it that you when you said temper tantrum right and even if you didn't and i get that you're not trying to say that you had a negative that trying not to say it in a negative connotation right but the 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 idea from the outside i can see how it looks like a temper tantrum you know what i mean like i and it's and i think that's what a lot of people are seeing is a temper tantrum rather than seeing just an outpour of emotions because of the subject so and 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 i think the 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 first piece like i said the first piece we talked about this a little bit last week um was like realization right so how, how do you, without the rage, how, how do you make people see what you're seeing when you are so emotional? What, what is the thing if when somebody is at this level, right? What is the thing that you would have to see? What is the thing that you would need to see to understand the gravity of it and 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 with all that emotion you know what i mean like what when you have all that emotion all bundled up how do you relate that to somebody who doesn't understand who doesn't see it right now i I think it's a good question of how do you even if you have this emotion i think the thing would have to go both ways is you can still have the emotion or the feeling that you have but it is, it is important in all communication how we do it. Like the way, if I, and that is if my goal is, and this is why it always goes to what is my purpose of the conversation. If my purpose of the conversation is connection, 
if my purpose of me telling you the thing that has hurt me or that I'm upset about is for you to be able to connect with what I'm saying so that we can either empathically work on it together or we can have some sort of a, a realization together that we can agree that this is wrong. Like if there is that, if somebody has a full out rage, like explosion, it's going to be very difficult to connect. If I approach you with blame, shame, or anger, it's going to be difficult to connect. I can see that you're angry. I don't know what it is that you need. I can just see that you're very angry and I don't hear a request either. So that's where it would have to change. Well, you, know, you can have your anger, right. but you do have to be like, here's what I need. Do you see it? And here's what I believe we need to do together to make it better. They have to be able to have those pieces to the puzzle. If not, it really is just the incredible Hulk tearing through the town. And then you go, I don't know what the fuck to do with the Hulk. I got nothing. He doesn't right. even speak English. I got nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something, you know, like, I think that's super important. That there's something that you might, me, myself, you know, even doing this and everything, it's something that I struggle with. I struggle when, when we, when we start getting down into the, the, the brass tacks of it, you know what I mean? I can get caught up myself and I, I think I'm a pretty articulate person overall, but I can get caught up in the minutia of just, I don't know. I just want it to change. You know what I mean? It's something, something has to give. And I understand the, 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 the anger. I understand the, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I like I've, I, I get all of it. I, I, like I've said before, I, I have found myself, like, I, I don't get away from it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm embedded in it everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter if I, if I go home, if I go to work, if I go like wherever, like I get it everywhere. I get it with family. You know what I mean? On, on both sides. You know what I mean? I, I can, I, I, I deal with it all the time. So I get the, the anger and really at the end of the day, I kind of just want, I wish I could just sit down like on a stage, like in front of everybody and just kind of, I guess I kind of am, aren't I? <laughs> and, and just kind of just go like, really guys? Like, really? You know what I mean? I did, so that, that, that's what I want to do. I just want to sit down and just be like, for real? Like, is this really what we are? Is this, is this really what we do? Have we, have we not evolved at all? Well, even the question itself provokes defensiveness on that one. Even if you're right, you know, as soon as you start asking, like, why are you doing that? You know, immediately people get on their heels. Like, what do you, what, I just, what, I like it. Or you don't get it. You know, like, so why are we doing this? It, you know, it, it does have a heavy tone to it. But if you turn into purpose and saying, is your, is your goal with this method to be the incredible Hulk and destroy, which the Hulk is not trying to listen, understand, or rationalize. Or are you going to King T'Challa this thing and Black Panther this in the right way? Are you going to handle your stuff like like a true like king? Are you going to put your shit together? Or are you going to an Incredible Hulk right now? Because your rage monster is not reasonable. But right. if you start stepping up like the king of, you know, you know, like uh, of, of what you believe in and you start standing up for what you know is right in the right way. Then people will go. I have no, no choice but to respect you. 
I respect where you're coming from. And now I can see what, what's important to you. And now I can see that you have unmet needs. And there's something that even if it was me or if it was before me, that there's something that we can do about this. Well, now your enemies become your allies. Well, I, I think, you know, th this kind of leads me into, I, I agree with you, by the way. Um, but, but I think this kind of leads in, and, and I'm going to keep always going back to my biggest, the biggest thing. The thing that the, the thing that I want to push as, as much as humanly possible is education. Education is it, it means everything like it, it means it changes the dynamics of everything and everybody. And I, and I like and this is probably the one common ground that I think that I want to push as much as humanly possible. We we prioritize everything in this country and as far as sports and and being famous and whatever all these things but we don't prioritize education like we just don't and i think that if we can all come to the agreement that that if we do something about that like realize that let me put it this way i think if we realize that the the powers that be want us all to be fighting over shit like this all the time. Like, I don't care if you're far right-leaning, far left-leaning. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. Like, do we realize that education truly will make a difference? It will change everything from the, from the, and I'm talking about good education. I'm not talking about just like, because there's people in Novi, which is a big, a, a more, upper class city here where I live, right? Like, or, or Bloomfield, you know what I mean? Like these places, they have, there's problems there too. Hence why it's always in communities like that where the kid brings the gun to school. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's clearly a problem there too, but somebody from the inner city, somebody, uh, people of color shouldn't have to, you know, the, the, the school of choice myth that that's, the best way to go about it. Like, well, if you just open up the schools, this and that a kid, a, what if about a parent that doesn't have a great car and can't get their kid to that school? You know what I mean? A kid should be able wherever a kid is at should have access to the best. Like we should be putting all of our resources towards that. If nothing else, because even if like, if we want to start at the very basic, that is the long game, right? I'm going to, I'm going to jump in on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, education is the big one. Like that's that's what if we're gonna that's one of the, my top three is being able to have education. But I think again, even just saying education still feels like a shotgun. It still feels like there's a big broad spectrum of what education means, and that's where you get into the sports, you get into extracurriculars, you get into what kind of uh, equipment you have, you get technology, you get into the the material used. Like it's a, still a shotgun. But but it's but it's all of that. It's it, that's the, it's. The one thing that I believe when it starts coming to choice for all people, there's one skill that you get from education that opens your doors to everything. What, what skill do you think that is? I don't know. What, what is that? Teaching kids to read. Well, if but you okay. Can read. There's a lot of kids right now, and you can look at the numbers that are struggling to even have literacy exams passed. I understand if that. Your kids are struggling to read you're closing all the doors for them to be able to find any new information for themselves other than a video. 
Right. Well, I, under, I understand that. But once again, that's, that is, that is a piece of education for sure. But all of that stuff changes. Like, like I said, that's why education is the long game, right? Education is a thing that it's not really going to fix anything today. They could, they but could that, all of a sudden but teaching your kids to read is something you can do in your own home. Okay. It, well, yes, I, I completely, that's a big yeah, one. Yeah. And that's of why course I say with is. literacy exams showing that kids, because you have to go with what choices do I have? You can't just say we need $10 trillion for all the schools. Like you can't do, you can't just say that because it has to go through a whole bunch of stuff before that would ever get passed. And then there's a huge growth period of all of that being applied. So the long game, it would take years before that could, even if that was passed, Let's say we got it in the next two years. Whatever president, it was passed that all the schools will be upgraded to this level, and that's the fact of it. Well, the amount of work it would take to do that would still take a few more years to get completed. So all of the kids in school right now would miss out on a lot of that. Now, of course, so it would, it would, but once but, again. But you're right. It needs to be done. But what stuff can we do now that's controllable? Okay. Right. Well, that's – that's, huge emphasis on making sure our kids can read because then they have access to books right now. Well, of course. Then they have access to information on Kindle right now. Then they can start learning all kinds of perspectives right now. And that is doable. That is a possibility that if your parents can read or you have a friend who can read, they can teach you. It's, I'm not saying it's easy for everybody. But is it possible to find somebody who can read to teach you? Okay, but here, here's okay. So, but here's 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 the problem. Here's the problem with that. Like, I understand that that I mean, obviously, literacy is a huge thing. Literacy changed my life personally. You know what I mean? Like, I went from a person that couldn't read. You know what I mean? I'm dyslexic. I have all kinds of things going on. Like, I could not read. I was I was in my mid teens before I learned to read. I am a person that currently reads over 150 books a year right now. Like literacy changed my life guaranteed everybody. And, and, and no, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to cheat and, and lie about it, but I listen to audiobooks at this point. I used to read a lot, but I just, I'm super busy and I just don't have, um, I just don't have the time to sit down and read. I'm too busy editing photos or editing videos or uh, doing a podcast or working or shooting or doing something. I'm, I'm always busy. And when I say shooting, I'm talking about cameras, by the way, <laughs> just as an FYI. Um, but uh, like, so I, but I, I love audiobooks at this point and, and I burn through them. I go through three, four a week, you know, on some case, uh, occasion, sometimes only one, but usually at least two, every single week, you know what I mean? But sometimes more, sometimes whatever. But so I get it that yes, literacy is super important, super important. I totally agree. But that's why once again, education, that's why I said education is the long game, right? It's not the short game. That is the long game because education, it's not about effect. It's not about changing the black community. It's not about changing the white community. It's about changing everything. That's why that's the long game. Because if all of a sudden, if even if it took us five, if it took us 10 years to do it, when the point where that education system changed, going forward, everything becomes different. And as people that can vote on what we want, 
we all need to have that be the number one priority. Like education for the long game becomes everything. When you have people that are properly educated can grow, can like, I mean, I, I said this before that, you know, like I think it's 72 or 74% of the people applying for PhDs in the United States are foreign. They're not even from here, but because we don't prioritize education. And it's not even about we need a bunch of people with PhDs. It's about we need people to have good, sound educations. That makes, it makes all the things stop. It makes crime stop. It makes um, it, it better jobs, better, everything improves from education. Everything. And yes, a lot of that starts in the home. But now, and I think this isn't a black issue. It's not a white issue. It's a, it's an American issue. It's American issue to the fact of, because like there are just as many and probably more just because of sheer numbers of the country. There are more people that are in BFE nowhere trailer park white community. There's probably more white illiterate people in, in just throughout when you take the country on a whole it's going to bring everybody up. And when when you pull back the curtain and you educate your population, what does that do? That changes how you view each other. We stop looking at things like skin color because we, be, we, we educate ourselves past that. We understand that that is a, a, a ridiculous like issue to even have. And that gets solved with education. Education is the long game. But the on the, the short game, yes, we need to be preaching more about being literate, but I think that whether you're in a trailer park or you're in an inner city or whatever, I think there's a lot of people that are just, that they are generations deep of being illiterate. You know what I mean? And I think that you have these problems and what do you do to fix them, right? What do you, what do, you do when your community isn't about those books well this is the part where like this is we're in a, in a culture period in any culture and in, in if you've got a group of people who can't read they're going to always be behind no matter of course. who it is of it course. doesn't matter if you're in a trailer park or if you're in a black community it doesn't matter if you can't read you're missing out on years and years and years of fast forwarding your brain um that's the way that i look at it when you're reading a book you're watching somebody who put decades of thought and research and work into a book that you can read in, like you said, two a week or whatever it may be, you're fast forwarding your brain decades of thought that you would have had to figure it out or go through it. Now, if you're depriving yourself or you're not, you don't have access to being able to hear these things or listen to these things or read these things or hear it from yourself, you're missing out on decades of growth, which means you're going to be just behind always behind. You will always be behind in a world that's competitive, in a world where you have to grow or you are left behind. You're going to be so far behind the curve that you, you'll you never catch up because you just don't have the basic fundamental setup. This is why you, know, you do look at some of the people who were successful. The Malcolm X story, who he was illiterate when he went into jail. He wasn't a good reader. And he step-by-step dissected the words and learned from the guys in in prison how to read the dictionary and he wrote out the dictionary like he wrote it out so he could learn to read 
And then he read every damn book he could get his hands on and it changed right. who he was as a person. Now, this is the part as far as personal accountability. What's up, Loki? <laughs> this is the part of personal accountability for ourselves of knowing that if my power comes from being able to fast forward my brain with the thoughts of people who have lived decades of information, you, I would, I would be on a damn jungle adventure to find some wise sage who could teach me to read. I don't care if it's the lady across the street. I don't care if it's where it would have to be. I would, I would find a way to, to do this. Now, if it's culturally uncool to read, this means we're, we're missing out on a major part of your development, period. Now, this is a controllable in your lifetime that you can do. We don't have to wait for the long game of education. The reason this is important is we will have an entire generation of people who just there was no there was no focus on this. But there are enough people in America that do read that somebody, if you have the drive and the determination to learn it, you can find somebody. Okay, but, but here's the whole thing. Like, it, it, I don't like that goes back to the the PhD statistic that I gave. The fact is is that education is not a focus of our country like our society education is not a focus if you want to talk about a focus of education look to the asians as a community they are the only ones and that whether whether you be chinese japanese uh uh from india you know what i mean like any of these education is a huge 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 cultural push but it's not a huge cultural push in the in, in as far as like just mainstream america i don't care if you're black i don't care if you're white i don't care whatever the difference is what's what and this is what i, I think that people aren't seeing a lot is that when it, it, where the it's not so much that it's it's that that one community doesn't value it or is 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 downplaying it more it's the fact that one community has kind of a leg up because their school system is just better there there's where we're running into a problem this is why because like if you go to a predominantly white community the education system is just better there, there are, there's a personal accountability that does have to be taken into account there, though. If there are black kids going to school and they're not even teaching how to read, like that would be a problem. Now, the thing is, it's shown, though, is it's not necessarily black children because the girls are doing well, but the boys are not doing well. And that's where it turns into how do we fix that part? And there is a cultural thing there where it's not cool to study. And if you are going home to learn how to read or you're going home to read, that's where those reverse shaming of like you act in white and stuff like that starts to come in where it feels like you're betraying your own group. And they found it's mostly the young males who are running into this because the females are doing well. But the males are it's created a culture of it's not cool to be a bookworm. It's not cool to study. But the girls are like, I don't care. I'm, I got, I got education now. I'm gonna take it. And like, black women are kicking ass right now, but black guys are falling behind. And there's that's where that change needs to happen. And it's in the younger groups. It's in the it's in the youth right now. And 
you know, if, if you really get into it, what's been changing over the last couple of decades is just the, the household structure. But young boys are, that's where the struggle is. That's if you look at the numbers on it, it's the young boys who are having a hard time with literacy. Now, if we change over the narrative, and this is why even us having this conversation would have any relevance. If you're listening to this and you're like, I can identify that I'm having a hard time reading or I never thought about reading being fast forwarding my brain is decades. I need to learn how to do this. It's for the people who would even listen to this. If you're having a, if you're listening to two people who are talking about what's going on with race in the country or how can we do something better in the, in the white looking guy on the thing who's part Asian says, if you read it fast forwards your brain and learning this is the number one skill that'll make me have a have a fighting chance in this universe well then now you have a choice to make what do you have to do to make this happen and even crazier is you could download a damn app on your phone and it'll teach you how to read like you have access all over the place right right no i i agree with that there like self accountability is very important and that's not just that's everybody that's everybody like i think because once again i think that if you listen to the narrative that's going on around most people if you just look at look at the headlines of of what people are saying and on go on to youtube and just putz around for an hour and the things that people are saying are clearly people who they're, they're saying what they're saying because because of how the, how they how they feel not because they know not because they've been educated in anything like you know what i mean like we look at the 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 statistics and facts on on you watch all kinds of people talking about um even like let's talk about like covid going on right now obviously you know what i mean and people talking all about that so and and you hear the 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 narratives that people are using to say why this is right and why this is wrong and i'm not disputing whether or not what what how how science is is whether or not they've done a good job whether or not anybody's done a good job during this whole thing not getting into that but i'm more talking about all the people talking about it 90 percent of the people talking about it are they're coming to the conclusions that they are because they're not educated because they don't understand how things actually work or if they read something they don't know what they're actually they don't know how to interpret what they're reading to become informed to you know to 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 come to an informed decision they just they it's it's all pandering and you know you have a bunch of people pandering to you and that can only that happens because you're uneducated that that's where that comes from you know like that actually reminds me like something else i wanted to say that that really had like chaps my ass like we're, we're sitting here we're, we're listening to uh, like every day and i get in my 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 uh my vehicle to go off so i can go to work and stuff and it's commercials that are completely targeted because it's the election season right now and they say like like oh no he our current president is killing black people like Really? Like, I mean, the, the, the narrative, the, and, and it's not just about that one. Fear. It's not it's just, a, fear. it's not just, it's not just about that one thing. It's like ever since all this happened, you know what I mean? It's, it's, and it, it's the, um, ever since 
everything with George Floyd happened a couple months ago, obviously I started a podcast because of it. You know what I mean? So I get it. I get trying to bring, but I, I started a podcast not because of George Floyd, but just because of the, the rhetoric going on that happened thereafter. I just felt I needed to step in and try my damnedest to make some kind of change. But what is irritating is on all my services that I use, like I'm big on Audible, right? I love Audible. It's a fantastic. And no, I'm not sponsored. I just, just love Audible <laughs> like since forever. Um, but anyways, like as soon as this all happens, what like now there's a huge big section right on Audible's on, on their front page that was like, read a book by a black author. You know what I mean? Like, let's 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 go and watch and then netflix watch a black movie you know what i mean like like cardi b has a gets a gets an interview with our with a prospective president like all of these things are so pandering it's infuriating like it offends me when i see these things it's like were these things not important before? You know what I mean? Why are they all of a sudden important now? And I just feel like that, like, and, and I don't, I'm not even blaming like Audible or Netflix or any of that. I'm not saying that they're doing something wrong. I, I genuinely think that they're doing it. They're trying to help in the way that they can, right? It seems like good intentions. Right. The, the, the problem is with that kind of thing. And this is where I, I, I still agree with like the people you see, like, of all people, Lil Wayne, or you look at uh, Morgan Freeman when they ask, like, what do you think about these, these special things like Black History Month or if we segregate a whole group for black people or BETs and all these things, if we create separation and show like here's special interest for this one thing. I think that most people wouldn't have a problem with that if there was a balance, but it's only this one thing. There isn't like a white only channel or they do have Hispanic channel. They do have India channel. They do have almost everything except for white channel. Okay. Well, but the re- that crazy, like, no, well, think, no, like, well, no, but, the, but I understand, I understand the method behind that because if you look at, and, and he, because of old school, right? old school like if you watched at when i was growing up you know what i mean like i didn't see anybody famous black you know what i mean like i didn't see anybody famous indian or or spanish or any of these things i saw a bunch of white people playing playing asians in movies <laughs> i saw white people um i it was just white people like all the movies all the shows and then you'd have like a smattering going here because like i'm a kid of the 80s and there was black people and a whole bunch of stuff uh, no really i mean like no even in the even in the 80s name me all the black tv shows i can name two i'm sorry three how many do you got i mean it was the family matters you had the cosby show yeah uh then there was a stanford and son yep those got funny enough those were the three yeah, and then you had Will Smith, and you had a, a. I mean, there was there's a lot of popularity. But but once again, now you're looking now you got to take all of those things and you separate them based on timeline, right? They were they were all airing independently. 
And each one of those were famous. I mean, you, you can go into things like a different world and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, cause that was, but that was a, a drift off of the Cosby show at the end of the day. Right. So you have all these shows, but they, each one of those were popular and big in their own right. However, they were the only one and every other show was just white when those shows were popular. So they, they, there wasn't a lot of overlap or almost none, or there was only one or two networks that did it. And all the rest of the shows were all white. And once again, this is, and I get it. So the, the point is, I'm not trying to draw any judgment as to that. You know what I mean? Like it just, that, that's just what it was. Right. But that's the reason why we have the Hispanic network, not to mention because of the language gap, language right? Barrier. Right. But I mean, well, like, and, you, and I agree with the language barrier part. Here's the part where I agree with Morgan Freeman when he says, do you want a, you know, white history month? And he said, no, I don't want that. He's like, well, I'm Jewish. He's like, okay, do you want Jewish History Month? He's like, no, I don't want that. We don't need that. He's like, I don't want a Black History Month. Right, no, I understand that, right. It's American history. We are one people. He's like, I'll stop calling you a white guy. You stop calling me a black guy. We're just guys. Right, I get it. But there was the problem is that, that before you had things like Black History Month, right, that people like little simple things like you realize I was a teenager before I realized that a black dude was the first person to do open heart surgery. A black person was the one who made fucking peanut butter. You know what I mean? Like these kind of things, like I didn't, because they just, you would think things like these would information like that would be taught. But the problem is, is before things like black history, before things like BET, these things weren't showcased. However, I didn't like that when they all of a sudden had like, uh, you know, uh, like BET and they started doing like movies, right? I thought it was really, I th- once again, I thought it was really pandering that like they have like, because the, the second Star Wars movie had Billy D. Williams in it. So that got played on BET. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have some, some obscure, some side character in a movie and now it's like, it was like. Uh, really, and I did see this. <laughs> it was like Empire Star- Strikes Back, starring Billy D. Williams. Starring Billy D. Williams. <laughs> you, know funny. you know what I mean? Like, and, and I mean, like they had that uh, the Black Stars, just the Stars Network, you know, and they did Black Stars. Like, and and do you understand? Like, and and, and anybody anybody of color, I I really hope that you like. I really want you to think about this for a minute. Like, I understand why these things were done however how does this look to everyone else you know what i mean like it 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 automatically puts a separation like it it builds in a separation and we would be much we'd be much greater served by pushing for inclusion Rather than building these pieces of separation, yeah, the, these if you treat somebody special, it'll start making everybody go like, "All right, this group gets special treatment." Right, and when you start doing special treatment, people start acting differently, and that creates separation right. over right. and over again. Right, You're right, and right. It's, it's that's the part where I disagree with it is play all the stuff on whatever channel and and I, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to know how many people are like hey wait a second this was a black show like 
No, it's just a show that's on TV. Calm down. Right. Like, and, right. And then, and like, I, I just on a, on, a, on another note, when it comes to the whole uh, movie thing, right, and 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 pushing for inclusion, so you run into a few problems. Like, you know, lately it's the Emmys and the Grammys and stuff like that, and they're pushing for. You I know, have not been watching them. I gotta but, be honest. Well, I, I it's not, and I haven't been watching either, but I do watch the news about it. You know what I mean? And you know, they're pushing for more inclusion, and Hollywood just put this whole big inclusion document together that they're that they're going to be using for to for for the grammys and stuff like that now um that there's that they're really going to be doing like you have to have so many minorities and you have to there's all these different criteria that they've created and you have to meet a certain two of these of these five or ten criteria i forget the exact things i i'll if i can find it i'll actually put a link to it um in the thing but then then what but, is it because i not, mean i believe it's good intention but, but then what happens if they're like all right we hit our white people quota you white people can't come in well see now we hear but here's but here's where i run into a problem with it is that they do this and like you know some people are saying that it was good some people are saying that it's bad you know what i mean like and, and i get all of that but the real problem is is that now you, you run into a thing and like i'm, I'm seeing people who won yesterday right and and the the movies and TV shows and everything that and from the Emmys that that actually won yesterday, I got to be honest, I didn't see any of them. Like I I just I I don't have I don't I don't watch things like that. Not usually, you know what I mean. Uh, I pretty much watch Netflix. <laughs> I I watch crazy shows or whatever. Um, but it makes me think like. Did the people that actually won, did they win because they were the best or because they're, because right now the powers that be are scampering and trying to pacify everybody else? And so what is, what's the balance? What's the way to figure it out? What's the way to, to create balance without pandering, without, uh, without, with, with actually making it be the person who's getting it is the person who best deserves it and you're not doing it just to try to be inclusive because that's yeah. also a negative right that's well the inclusive trophy is the participation trophy right and it, that does starts making it a negative thing where like did right. you really win it because of your hard work and some people probably did i didn't watch it at all right right that, that's the what i'm saying yeah. right that's what i'm talking about i'm just talking about on principle because i can't say like uh, i can't say anybody i i really honestly can't I say no that idea. i saw anything that anybody won like i i don't i I have no idea your principle is sound though your principle is right at what point does it become pandering to the point where we are separated even worse like oh well i might not win i'm white like at what point does it start getting like well the minorities are probably going to win it because i, I can't win it what well, was well, he you, you know, know like, but, like we changes we, the whole competition well we, we saw this where it wasn't even a black white thing we saw this with the grammys last year where uh the best picture went to parasite and which was the and parasite is a south korean film and it, it got best picture i don't even know what that is is that a, i watched a cartoon for that no was no, a, no, no this, movie movie. no no this is a movie movie and it no and it, it won best picture on in the american Did you watch it no i still haven't seen it I still oh haven't gosh. seen it. I mean, this I gotta check it out. It's the best picture. It got best, but but there were people that were jumping up and down, and they were like, "It should have been Joker." 
The Joker was fantastic. I, I haven't seen Parasite. But, and so and they were like, and they were, they were, they were saying, they were like, they were like, you know, in one of the articles I read, they were like, well, Joker was a movie about development and growth and the acting and all of these things. And then this is what somebody wrote about it. Like, how could, how could this, this foreign movie, like it, it didn't win best foreign picture. It won best picture period. You know what I mean? Like right off the rip, which is crazy. The first time that's ever happened that a foreign film, it wasn't even, it's not even in English one best it, picture. But what was crazy? I would try to have an opinion, but I got to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 it yeah. may just be the jam. So well, I don't well, know. What they were saying, they were like, they were talking about all the things about the Joker, which I did go see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I just went and saw that because I'm a, I'm a superhero fan, and the Joker is like one of my favorite uh, things of all time. But what was funny is that as they said it, as the person was saying that uh, that how great the Joker was, and they were like. Well, then the the author of the article was actually like, well, you clearly didn't watch Parasite because it was all of those things times 10. You know, it was what, what it was, what would the, the argument was. So from what I heard, it was a great film. And I, it was one of those things I always meant to watch it. But I just, it goes back to the whole thing of like that, that, that it's, it goes back to the pandering thing. It's like, and, and that was on the heels of like MTV and, and they had the MTV Music Awards, and then you have a, a group like uh, BTS. Are you familiar with them? BTS, another Korean, it's a Korean boy, boy band uh, is what it is. And they, they didn't even win an award for music last year. What's crazy about that is... Is that K-pop? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, that's K-pop. K-pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know it's super yeah, yeah. popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what was crazy is, is BTS... Like their video, like the video that had just come out, got like a bill, one billion views in like 48 hours. And they didn't even win an award. So everybody was like, what the shit? Like, so, so now all of a sudden, so that, that brings up the argument, like, and because I haven't seen Parasite, so I don't know for sure, but I'm like, but that's immediately what I thought of. They saw the backlash and they had the backlash. The Grammys had the backlash the year before for not being inclusive enough, right? So, and then MTV just got slammed for not being inclusive enough, even though based off of numbers, they should have added. Did they did they put Parasite up at the top because they were pan- because they were pandering to the situation because they were bowing down, or was let's, it or was it truly deserved? Let's right, you know what I mean. But, I'll but watch I'm, it. I'll watch it with you. Right, but these, if we watch it. This movie is really that because the Joker was magnificent. Right, like, right. No, it was. It was a great times that. Yeah, I like. I'll, that. I'll happily shut up about it. Right, no problem. Right, you know what but I mean. I think this is where it turns into like because I mean there is a different thing of saying a racial thing or a segregation thing or whatever things for all the stuff like if it's supposed to be like an American award show. Like then it would have to be the shows that were in America. Then I'd be fine with that because I think Korea should have their own Korean award show. Well, but everybody, but everybody knows. Country, but but when fine. it when it comes no, but when it comes to when it comes to movies is movies and music, right? <clears throat> we pretty much lead everything. We we pretty much we are the we're the largest consumers. We're the largest yeah. generators of content. All of these kind of things. But at the same time, all of our award ceremonies say best in the world. Oh, well, right. See, now this is where you best you picture, that, best picture sense. of the year. You know, best you, song of the year. Best, well, best picture and best that stuff can still be American stuff if they're doing an American award. Show. Yeah, but best it's one in America. Fine. Right. 
if you're saying greatest movie in the world, well, now we open it up to stuff where like most people in this country are not going to watch uh, fil- French films and watching, um, you know, Korean films. They won't be watching most. But of that's that that's what it is. Most people hadn't even seen Parasite never until even heard that of it. until that happened. Nobody had like they were like, how did that win? Nobody saw wish, it. You know what I mean? On this one, I wish I could say we both watched it. And if I had known about this, I'll watch it with you happily. Right, right, and right, then yeah. go like. Like no, the movie deserved that victory, or like this, I believe it was pandering. Well, like but if see, we watched it, we'd know. But the, but it just brings <clears> back it brings back it just goes back to my point is that's what I immediately thought, right? You know that I that I didn't think I didn't think it was pandering. I just said, what if this is what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm, and I don't want to take anything away from that movie. I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to. Like I said, I have not seen it, but I will. I will watch it. Be just be if nothing else because of this conversation. But um, normally, I just don't have a lot of time to sit down and and watch a movie. And I, I'm pretty much yeah. But we dug ourselves a hole here. We got to watch it now. But, but I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty much stuck in like if, if you can't shoot laser beams out of your eyes or or bench press best bench press a truck, I usually don't go see it. I got to be perfectly a big honest. truck too. <laughs> not, we're not talking about a not an S10. I want to see no. like a dump truck. Better <laughs> <laughs> have cement in it. Right. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, but, but these are the kind of things that I think of. And I think of that when it comes to all kinds of stuff, when it, when it, like when it comes to trying to find, and what's the, what is the proper balance? And, you know, that's the reason why like the BT awards came up, right? Because they, there wasn't people, there wasn't enough people getting, um, enough people that they felt were, should have been nominated, weren't being nominated or weren't winning. So they had to make these things. Like affirmative action, I think affirmative action was really good, and it was necessary when it was created. It was it came out some, but I think then the pendulum swung too far, and then it it created a problem at some point. So and and that's what I'm that's what I'm I'm worried about. It's how do you find that balance? How do you find that equality without that 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 pandering? And I would say. yeah, I would just like, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. These are the kind of thing. These are the kind of questions that I would love for somebody to um, comment on, right? I would love to hear somebody else's idea. Like, is there a part of this that we're not seeing? Something about any of this stuff that we're not understanding? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a crack at it at least before somebody else jumps in. Yeah, yeah. I still think that in order to find a balance we have to stop doing the separation. As much as people love their separation, you can still celebrate who you are. I would just say celebrate it as us, not just there's us and you. Like, like it is all of us. Because here's the way that I look at it, and I think this is where my goal would be, is the black people in America are not brought here to America. These are Americans just like me. Both of my neighbors are black, and they're my neighbors. They're just like me. We're all here. And so it's not we're separated. We're all on the same street. So I would look out for them just like I would anybody else. And I think that's where it's not, well, it's the black people and the white people. No, it's the neighbors on this street. And if we stop separating everything to make it so that we we celebrate how different or separate the groups are and just go no we're all celebrating everybody here together then it stops making the narrative being just the black people or just the white people or just the chinese people or just the mexican people like 
I, I agree. And I think that you, you find I, the, the group that I find it the most relevant with, with current situation, right, are the Irish, to be perfectly honest. And the reason being is because Irish people are just everywhere. They're, you know, they're, they're everywhere. It doesn't, there's no like Irish land, you know what I mean? Or Irish, I mean, I'm sure there are some Irish communities in the country, but there's, there's Ireland. Well, I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about, talking about in the U.S., so okay. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, really? There's Irish people in Ireland? Like weird. Like no, but I mean, like, but the reason why I use them as an example is because we we have like a big, like they have parades and to celebrate being Irish, but they're still mixed in. Like I think it's okay to have to celebrate your culture and still just be a part of the whole, you know what I mean? I, I find, and, and it's not just, and you know what? And I think that it's all groups are, are guilty of this. And I think that we as, as Americans on a whole, right. We just need to stop that shit all the way around. Like, but I mean, at the same time, right. So we like, everybody loves Chinatown or Mexican town. You know what I mean? Like you go, there's a place but you go food. to get like get great food, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. Right. Everybody loves that whole little aspect of, of things. But the problem is, is where is like, and this is where it comes down to like, like the, the, the black community, right? There is, where, where's that? Where's that for the black community, right? Where is that piece for the black community? And I like, once again, more things that I struggle with, things that I'm trying to figure out and like, and I don't have good answers for these things. What do you mean? Like, where is it like predominantly the black community? Like yeah, where, where's, where, where it's like, where's, where's the predominant thing for the black community to go get great food? And, and well, I mean, they and, got soul food and stuff in like downtown well, areas and, and stuff. I mean, there, there are deaf. If you say like, where is like the black people in the parts of town? Like, you know exactly where to go. <laughs> like, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I know like that's not, it's not, there like, is that community. Yeah, but I'm saying the but there's there's no there's no positive connotation to it. They here's the part where the, I I'm gonna have to say you get to choose how your community works. Like in uh, on this block, if people start doing crazy stuff, like we do get to go. Hey, listen, people on this block, let's all if we see this this people are trying to like people are going down the street hitting car windows and stuff, and so we all made it a point to like make make it difficult to do that that everybody on this block did didn't matter color these are dumb kids so it wasn't a race thing this is everybody now sees a problem happening here we together are going to try and make this difficult to happen and so it's those kinds of things where um you you get to choose how your community runs chinatown has a specific way that they do their things and there'd be an underground version of it and then there's the above ground like we want people to come here to make us more money. Right. So we're going to do this because it makes us more money. And now the black community is capable. Like they, they of course. I believe they're of course. fully capable. Of course. It's a decision that has to be made as a community. We need to make this more touristy because we want people coming here to get whatever it is that we're going to do that's marketable as we celebrate our our contribution. It could be soul food. It could be. I've had soul food. It's delicious. Well, yeah, of course. Like, so that's not. That's so not, if that's, that's what it is, and we say like our Chinese, our Chinese restaurants is soul food restaurants. We make it so it's great to come here. That's what we do now. That's a choice that you make as a community. There's you can't have somebody else come in and tell black people how to run a soul food restaurant. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right, no, you right. decide we're going to as a community make stuff that's awesome to come here to do with us. 
that's what you do. Right. And if you don't decide you know, to do that, you know that that, 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 that is that, that, that is a, that is a good thing that you said. You know what I mean? Like I, I really do I really do believe that. I believe that that like if if the black community like really at the end of the day, the black community if they want their areas to be like if it, inviting, if their areas were inviting to outside people like I get it and we can discuss all day and let's I don't want to say this outright because I know I'm going to catch some grief from even saying this but (laughs) you know like like I totally understand why things were the way they were I totally understand how it happened don't think that I don't know my history I do I understand what made it happen but now right now like realize that a difference can be made that you can start that you can weed out bad elements in your community. You can, you have that power to weed out bad elements in your community. Like where, where, you know, where, where my, where my, my house was two years ago. Like if, if, if people were going through that neighborhood and doing bad things, the entire neighborhood would react against it. You know, like this whole narrative, like, like that you no no snitching and no, none of this, like that doesn't, that doesn't exist. You know, these aren't all a bunch of uh, like gangs or mafioso. You know what I mean? Like the, as a people, if people are doing things that are wrong right in front of your house, you should say something about it. You have the ability to change things in your community and make it more inviting for other people to interact with your community. There's a reason why like it's amazing to go over to Mexican town here because the food is amazing. You're not going to have there's not going to be any drama. There's going to there's not going to be any problems. Or if you want if you want Arabic food, you know what I mean? Here in Michigan, we have a a huge Arabic population and the, the, the food is amazing and you can go there and get food and you're not going to run into any problems. I mean, a teenager might, you know, have, because teenagers suck, but you know, um, but that's, that's with any community. It doesn't really matter. Teenagers are going to suck no matter where you are, but with that's that, their job, right, as a teenager. That, that was my that, job. I, that I was I, the job. Yeah. I, I, make I, noise I, and be annoying. That's my job. Right. That's, that's what I did as a teenager for sure. But you know, like, the whole thing is it's I, I really like and, it, and and it's hard for me to say something like this because I don't it, it's it makes it sound like nobody in the black community is doing this but I really believe that as a whole if the black community works together tries to find solutions together like I get all of the bad things that happen I get why things are the way they are but it's only going to be with letting some of the old grudges go and working with everybody else that things are actually going to improve. And I'm not saying whether or not the grudges are justified. I'm not saying any of that. But if you, if, if you really want to make changes, changes are, you know, and speaking of that, like I'm trying to figure out something that I can do something I can do 
that's more than this, something I can do on a physical level, right? Something I can do that, that will, because I don't want, I don't want to be, I don't want to go and, and, and dedicate my time and energy into somebody else's cause that I feel is some separation or some half-assed um, attempt, some, some bullshit attempt that doesn't really have any impact. Well, I mean, that's perspective. So here, here you want, you want me to give you an idea Sure. Sure. And I also want everybody else listening. I want, I want to hear ideas. I'm really looking for something I can do to help. And I'm in, and this isn't about just the black community. This is about something about bringing the, I want something to do about bringing the communities together, something that we can do. That's going to improve some aspect. If if it's going to be done, here's what actually would need to be done. We have to make a clear purpose. The reason that we're having this conversation is to move towards this. This is our noise. This is our why. And that's, you know, you hear Simon Sinek over and over. You hear lots of people. What is your reason why you're doing it? Now, it can't just be like to try and get a middle ground because that doesn't mean anything. It's a shotgun approach. It has to be, the like you said, a laser beam, silver bullet. It's got to be something where here's the reason why. And if we say this is a podcast that's designed for unity, we are trying to put us together. So this is a, a podcast of togetherness. This is a message of togetherness. And we're here to rally everyone together because that's the only way we grow. If this is what we preach every time we get on is our goal is together. That's what we do. If you say this and we build this and we move with purpose in the right way to say it's not about what happened. It is, it is going to take forgiveness. It is going to take awareness. It is going to take action. It is going to take us doing things together. If we start putting the plan clearly together to show here's the way we do it together, it knocks the bullshit off the edge. It knocks it off. It can't, there's no room for it in the plan. Right. You know, remember the thing that I read to you that that I wrote, if you say, here's the plan and you put it together, you had the first piece last week. And you said, we need awareness. It needs to be where people know. People know it. There's a problem. We see it. And people have to go, I do see it. I see the problem. I'm I'm with you. And it's bad. Then people have to go, I forgive what happened. I forgive you for it. And I forgive. So they go, okay, well, I'm sorry. And you're like, I accept your apology. We're good. We forgive. You, You acknowledge we're here. This now goes to acceptance. Once we accept each other and we go, now we're in this, now we can support each other. We move towards unity together. Once we have that support, now we put the support to a purpose. We put it to action. We start doing um, the rallies or we start doing the protests in a way that actually has the unmet need defined, that we're trying to create a stronger system. We're trying to improve the things that were wrong, but this is exactly how we do it together. It's not just Black Lives Matter. It's, it is really all of us matter because Black Lives Matter is included in that. And this makes it so as one unit, we all fight to improve the system, period. It just needs to be improved. It's not make America great again. It's we're still working on making it great, but this is the steps that it needs to take. And then once we're doing that now we're in the trenches together now we're locking arms black white asian mexican everybody we're locking arms in unity which creates connection 
and that creates brotherhood, sisterhood. It makes it so you do love these people because you've gone through it. That's where the purpose has to be for the message to be able to say, I can connect and resonate with this message. I listen to these guys because I know that their why is to connect and create unity and love for all of us. That's the point. The point isn't to say black people. The point is to say white people. It's not left. It's not right. It's we're all in this, but we're not enemies. Right. We all want this to be better, period. Right. Because I, like, I, want, I, want, I want education better for everybody. I want, I, want, I want these things to be good for everyone. I want everybody to be awesome in their own thing. I just want people to stop fighting over something as stupid as race of all the things. But we got to be careful, man. There's poison. And you put poison in the pie, and it ruins it for everybody. I remember there was a member of Quicken Loans. There was a, my old boss when we were there. When he was hiring me, he said something important that's very relevant to what I'm about to say. He said, I don't just hire people on my team. It has to be somebody who's quality. you got to be good at this. Because he, he asked me a question. He said, what's your favorite ice cream? Like, what's your, what's your favorite food, period? What's your favorite food? Just pick a food you love. Who, me? Yes, yeah, so you're, oh. you're the only person here. Oh, well, I didn't know. I, I thought you were still talking like past. He used the analogy of right. ice cream, but okay. I'm just going to do something relatable. Okay, so what's my favorite food? Pick your favorite food in the world. Uh, uh, meatloaf. Okay, you love okay. meatloaf. I Let's do. say they got the best ingredients on the planet together, the most like gold flake chipped whatever, best ingredients, best meatloaf, yep. period. Yep. And then while they're making that all together, they say, what we're going to do is take just one little scoop of dog shit and put that right in the meatloaf for you. <laughs> and you watch them just mix dog shit into the meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, fuck. Now, even if it's just a little bit of dog shit, you yeah. just watch them mix shit into the best meatloaf you could have had. And you're going to be like, well, do you still want to eat that meatloaf? No. Of course well, not. Well, now you know it's dog shit meatloaf. Right. <laughs> even if it's the best ingredients you just put dog shit in. And he said, that's what it's like if I hire the wrong person to be on my team. I have all really good ingredients, but if I put one piece of dog shit in there, it ruins the whole meatloaf. <laughs> and so when it comes to that, if we've got the plan, but people want to use blame or they want to shame people, like that thing that the video right. you said where they wanted that, the white people to get on their hands and knees and say, you're sorry. Well, that creates a power differential we're not together anymore it's now power over not power together which means we don't connect anymore right if we do hatred if i say i hate you i hate the police i hate you i hate black people i hate whatever if you use hatred it only creates separation which means we don't have forgiveness right we don't have support we don't have acceptance if you use revenge Revenge only causes pain. There is no recourse that works with revenge. It only makes pain. So if you say, we were oppressed, now I need to oppress you so no, you know what that's like. Right. There won't be a connection. There won't be support. It's just more separation, and the hate goes on for years and decades longer. Right. If we disrespect each other, then that's going to create disdain. It means I don't respect you you don't respect me well then how are we supposed to ever love each other it's not possible if you use anger in any way if you bring anger to the table marcus aurelius says 
if you use anger in any situation, it's worse than if you never showed up at all. Right. The problem becomes right. a bigger problem with your rage involved. Yep. So That's you true. have to remove the poison. You can't put dog shit in the meatloaf. So <laughs> awareness and forgiveness, acceptance, support, purpose, action, connection, love, true, honest equality and unity is the purpose. So so what so what is it what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to start going to like like rallies on both sides and start like just no. talk, just just talking to people and just like just, just the the movement starts small and the thing is is the idea has to be defined that's how all ideas work is it's just a spark but we have to be clear if we're going to do something like that but it has to be for something that's not right or left it's something different it's something that's middle it's something that's center it's something that's the whole right and if we're talking about the fringes this big middle piece it has conservative views and it has liberal views it's it's all of us right there is balance there is acceptance there is understanding there is disagreement right and that is okay right 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 i mean because like i'm I'm not i'm not a, a an over i'm not a religious guy you know what i mean but I respect your. I respect anybody who who is, if if you if that's your thing, I, I I think that's great. Go ahead and do it. Enjoy enjoy yourself. That's fine. But it, but I I want to be respected that I don't. You know what I mean? I want to be that, that, that that's fine. Like I I actually you know I, I made a friend really good friends over the last year and a half with a with a Muslim guy, which uh, from from Iraq. Funny enough, and uh, like he's one of the nicest most awesome people I've ever known. Like, I mean, like for real. And, uh, you know, but it, I just think, in, but in, we respect the fact that his belief structure is different than mine. Like we can coexist in the same place and he can still go to his mosque and do his thing and pray his five times a day and all of that. And, you know, like I, I would, I was actually working in his house as a matter of fact. And, uh, uh, like he would be like, Oh, I gotta go. It's time for me to go pray. Cool, like no, no, no big deal. But because he was always like hanging out with me and stuff when I was when I was over there, um, but you know, I, I just think that it's like every everything needs to be, like it's okay to respect other people to be different and allow them to be different, and and like that's a good thing. The different being different is fine. It's just about being able to coexist and and still be cool along the way. And I, and I think that's really kind of, and, and like I said, I, I pretty much want to leave it with, with that, I think for today, but I, I, I really want, like, if anybody has any idea of something of, of, of what I should be doing, what, what, what I should physically be doing with the rest of, with, with parts of my time to make a difference. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can, I, I'm doing this obviously, and I'm, I'm talking about it and Rick's here and we're, we're both talking about it and trying to we spend a good portion of our time when we're not doing this messaging each other, him more than me, because he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm always like, I don't know, just, I'm not a great texter. I'm pretty bad at replying. <laughs> uh, but anyways, like, but we, we send messages back and forth, like trying to share perspectives and trying to work through things. And even before every one of these shows, we talk for sometimes two hours we we talked for an hour and a half before we started this (laughs) yeah just just working through different 
different issues that we come up with and trying to, so I'm trying to find something that, that I, that we can do, that I can do that, that, that would really make a difference on a, on a, on a, on the ground level, right? Uh, outside in the world, uh, other than just my podcast. I think that the answer for that is the same thing that we can all do. Keep personally developing and growing yourself. The open-mindedness opens up opportunity. There's a thing that I write about, especially when it comes to um, our belief systems, is one new piece of information changes your entire belief system. You know, and you've lived through it. The things that you, I remember you swearing, this would never this is impossible in your belief system ever happened. And then when those things happen, you're like, that information is new. (laughs) All of my beliefs are different now because uh, one new piece of information was added and it changed the whole entire structure of it. And that's how almost all things work. And if you ever close off the information, you'll never change your belief systems because you're never growing. And so one thing that you can do is this is, growth because i do put things in your head that you weren't going to think about you put things in my head i wasn't going to think about right so we're growing us doing that is putting things in other people's heads in the future right that helps them grow also these conversations people may not be catching on to this for another couple months six months a year could be three years could be episode 900 before they even catch on right and they'll go back and catch these early episodes and go that conversation i heard that they had changed a couple things in my belief system because I didn't know that information yet. Right. Right. So the only thing that we need to do is keep growing. You keep growing as human beings out there. If you're listening to this whenever, and that changes all of the things, it changes the things. So then it just turns into exposure at that point. Right. How much did you get the noise out to grow? And that would solve most of the problems. If people could see beyond themselves and their emotions and their feelings, they get the new information that changes the belief system that we actually could do this together and we're not separated. Right. Everything changes with one new piece of information. Right. 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 You just have to be open to it. Uh, that's there it is. There's, there's our message today. Be, be, be open to change, be open to, to listen. And, uh, I think if we do that, I think uh, I think we'll all be a little better off. So, with that being said, um, thanks you all for listening to us ramble for another hour and thirty three minutes this time. It's an hour and forty minutes, like our fucking thing. I don't know what it We're is. We're way faster today, though. Seven minutes. Uh, ooh, look at us! Look we'll at us just shaving it. down time. And don't think I, I haven't. It. I have actually heard people like my sister in particular. So when she listens to this, she'll be saying. 45 minutes keep it below 45 minutes what am i supposed to do cut it off in the middle of a good conversation like no, really she can just watch it in 45 minute chunks it's fine right yeah what yeah, that, the choice right watch it in 10 minute chunks as a matter of fact i'm going to be working on actually doing clips and stuff like that for facebook and youtube and all that kind of stuff so uh you know always improving but like i said thanks for listening make sure you like it make sure you subscribe comment let us know what you think. Let us know. We asked some questions during this podcast. Uh, let's, you know, let's, let's do it. Help us, help us make this better and help us help you make a difference. And you guys have a good night.